0: Jesus is all, all over me, all over me, all over me, and he's keeping me, Keep alive. me alive, keeping me alive today. Me alive. Good afternoon, I'm Dr. James T. Morris, the presiding elder of the Central Florida District of the Christian Methodist Episcopal Church and the Senior Pastor of Carter Tabernacle CME Church here in Orlando, Florida. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Hashtag Morris Mondays. Last week, we answered a question from one of our viewers regarding why Christians, children of God, have to endure so much pain and suffering. We laid the foundation By going to the book of Job, talking about how Job was a good man, a man who feared God and eschewed evil. And I reminded you that uh, the word eschewed means that he refrained from and steered clear of any kinds of problems when it relates to, or as it relates to, should I say, as it relates to Uh, a person doing evil or being around evil things. So Job was a good man, an honest man, a man that God loved, and yet he was overrun with suffering, with pain, with heartache, with loss. And I gave you that foundational um, inference to understand that children of God are never Void of pain and suffering. So we laid that foundation last week. What I want to talk about this week is what God is teaching us through the trials and tribulations that Job endured. What is he saying to us? How do we go through those problems like Job? First of all, I have to share with you that the Lord is full of compassion and mercy. He is a merciful and compassionate God in spite of the trials and tribulations and suffering that each of us is called to endure. Even though God set in motion the conflict and the suffering Job endured. And even though God himself granted Satan the permission to go after Job, the permission to attack Job, the permission to take all of his wealth and take his children and take his own health, even though God gave that permission for Satan to unleash turmoil, In Job's life, what we discover from this is that Satan is weak, powerless, and ineffectual without the power and the approval that comes from God. Now let that soak in just a minute and think about it. What I'm suggesting to you is that nothing comes your way that God does not know about and that God has not ordained for your life. God approved of Satan's attack against Job. As a matter of fact, Satan had to ask God for permission to attack Job. Because when you read the text, you'll find that Satan appeared in the council of God while God was holding court. God recognizes Satan and asks him, where have you been? What have you been doing? And Satan says, I've been busy to and fro seeking whom I can devour. And God asks, Satan question. well, have you stopped by to wreak havoc upon Job? Have you considered him? And the devil responded, Satan responded by saying, you've got him so hedged in, you've got him fenced in, I can't get to him, I can't attack him. God says, well, I'll give you permission. And God gave him permission to attack Job because God knew what the outcome was going to be. And so I'm saying to you that even though Job's trials were clearly uh, allowed by God, it also showed God's mercy and compassion that he had for Job. Let me bring it a little closer. There are not many people alive today. Those who are still alive are blessed, but there aren't too many alive today who remember vividly the great depression. You have to mostly read about it now to find out how devastating it was to the people of God. Well, fast forward that to today. We're living in 2020, and we're seeing right now the resurgence, the uptick in the number of deaths and hospitalizations from COVID-19. Many hospital IC units are at capacity. They cannot take another patient. Many of our friends and loved ones have been sick, some of whom have died. In America, over 250 million people have died. 250,000 people, I'm sorry, have died from this pandemic, from this virus. This is our modern day, great depression. People are hurting. People are mentally and physically tired. Wondering when it will end. Hurting. This is our Great Depression. Death. Grief. Sickness. Financial loss. Will soon be common. In this generation's memory. And through it all. Through it all. We're going to learn something about the character and nature of God. In Job chapter 38 verses 1 through 42 and then verse 6 of chapter 42, we find that in that section Job is tired. He's wounded, he's battered, he's bruised. He's endured so much suffering until he questions God and asks God why are these things happening to me? I love you God. I have served you faithfully God. Why am I having to endure such pain, such turmoil? Well in those chapters we also see two speeches that come from God. The first speech God seems to ask Job who do you think you are? Did I ask you when I hung the moon in the starry sky? Did I ask you what I should do when I caused certain plants to grow that would give mankind certain nutrients? Did I consult you about the roaring seas or the howling tempests. No, I didn't, Job. And I didn't ask you because the whole world is in my hands. And I am the one, Job, who holds his world together. In his second speech, God says to Job, points out, actually, Job's limited power, suggesting that man has limited power over the world and everything in it, or anything in it, and he reminds Job that he alone has the power over everything that breathes. In, this, in the second speech, he reveals himself as being almighty, all-powerful, all-knowing, and yet still compassionate and merciful to finite creatures like ourselves. He's not simply a participant in the world. That's where I really wanted to get to today, to let us know that he is not just on standby watching things happen. He rules this world. God still rules this world. He declared to Isaiah at one point, I believe it was in the 45th chapter of the book of Isaiah. He said, specifically, verses 5 through 7. I am the Lord, and there is none else. There is no God beside me. I girded thee. You have not even known me but that you might know me from the rising of the sun and from the west, that there is none beside me. I am the Lord and there is none else. I form light and I create darkness. I make peace and I create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things because I'm all powerful. So I'm trying to suggest to you this afternoon, that God is sovereign over suffering, sickness, Satan, life, and death. In the midst of COVID-19 pandemic, we can trust the fact that God is sovereign over the fear and suffering you and I are experiencing right now. He's still in charge. And we can look to God or we must look to God in the midst of our pain and in the midst of our suffering and respond as Job finally responded with the demonstration of a staunch immovable faith. This is what we're called to do even in the midst of our suffering. We must trust in it have faith in the God who is in charge of everything believing in our hearts that he will see us through he has and guess what he always will God bless you God keep you and may God make his face to shine upon you and grant you his peace, even in days of suffering. Because remember now, heaven is watching how we respond. See you next week. Submit your questions today to Pastor Morris at CME. A V at com, or leave them below in the comments right here on our Facebook page. Pastor Morris is ready to answer your questions. See them featured in the next episode. You can now listen to hashtag Morris Mondays in a podcast format available at anchor.fm slash Morris Mondays and right now on Spotify, anytime, anywhere, any place. Also, You can follow us on Twitter at Morris Mondays. There you can get more information on hashtag Morris Mondays. Submit your questions and listen and see exclusives from Morris Mondays.